Welcome to the Do Hard Things podcast with your host, Jay Teagues. Are you ready to amplify and improve your life? Then you're in the right place. On this podcast, we have unfiltered conversations with inspiring people who take on challenges and are here to share with us their wisdom from their journey. We talk about how doing hard things enable all of us to adequately deal with life struggles and challenges and to ultimately improve the quality of our lives. This is episode zero. This is going to be an introductory podcast where I wanted to introduce myself and talk to you about the meaning of the mantra, do hard things, and the way ahead for this podcast. So I guess I'll start off with telling you a little bit about myself. So I believe that taking on difficult challenges in life with persistence and commitment enables us all to find great success in life. I'm a transitioning veteran at the time of this podcast. I'm still on active duty with 25 years of service in the United States Army. And I've served from private to serve first class before ultimately commissioning as an officer. And I share my outlook and personal transformation as a speaker, a trainer, and high-performance mindset coach. I'm a father of triplets. I'm divorced. I have three 12-year-old girls at the time of this, so that poses some very unique challenges in itself. My mantra, do hard things, has enabled me to overcome many struggles in my life. And I truly feel that no matter what your age, your socio and economic background, your gender, your race, you can have a transformation. I am a living product of this. And I grew up as a directionless teenager in a broken home, fatherless home, to ultimately having what I perceive to be a successful military career. I like to share my outlook and personal transformation as a speaker, a trainer, high performance coach. I'm also a running coach. And I just love talking about the topic of personal growth and development. And I mean, there were times in my life, even when I was enjoying the success as an officer in the army, I I hit some low points. I I had a marriage that didn't go so well, ultimately leading to divorce. I have been to war. I have, you know, the struggles and challenges of of having uh, triplets. Those are some very unique challenges. And um, I've dealt with suicide ideation and, and had some bouts of depression. And, you know, this mantra of doing hard things is, is very, it's enabled my success. And what this podcast is about, it's about talking about the challenges of life. It's a podcast about personal growth and development. We're here to talk about developing grit and perseverance and mental toughness. And what I want to do is I want to interview individuals who have done some difficult things, a variety of different backgrounds, and how that has translated to their everyday life. Uh, a profound book that I read was a, was called A Man's Search for Meaning. You may have heard of it. A Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. And Viktor Frankl was, he had a psychology background. I can't remember if he was a psychologist or psychiatrist, but he had a psych, uh, psychology background. And he lived through the atrocities of World War II. He survived three death camps. And what he determined in his time uh, through his survival, some people would give up. Some people would persevere. And what were the differences between these people? And what he determined through his analysis and training and his observation of people is that a man, we're not talking about just men or women, but humans, human, the human desire, humans have the desire to 
do one of three things. We have the desire to contribute and add value. So our work is very meaningful. We have the desire to have deep relationships. We need deeper relationships. And it's overcoming struggle. It's it's having struggle and seeing the struggle to the end through completion, overcoming that struggle. And it's that third one about the struggle that really has amplified or fueled my belief in doing hard things. Because we all know life is nothing more than a series of struggle. Everyone you know has some form of struggle. If you're not currently in a struggle, a struggle is coming. At the time of this recording, it's 2020, and we as a human race are dealing with the struggle, the struggle of the pandemic. And, uh, you know, people have varying degrees of struggle, but we all struggle in some capacity. And I truly believe by doing difficult things and developing that uh, your grit, your mental toughness, it does enable you to be more successful in life. And uh, a little story about myself. When I was 12 years old, I was a uh, newspaper delivery boy in a small town called Clarksville, Missouri. I delivered the Hannibal Carrier Post. Clarksville, Missouri is about an hour north of St. Louis. It's a small river town. And it's the highest point on the Mississippi. So there's a huge hill in town. In fact, there's a, uh, they used to call it the sky lift, but it's a basically a ski lift that you'd find at a ski resort that would take you to the very top. And people would come to uh, go to the very top of that. And I think it was Santa's village or something like that at the very top. But people would go up there and see the bald eagles in the, in the wintertime and, and go visit that place. And uh, I would ride my bike every day. And in Missouri, we have... Um, you know, we have all four seasons, so there'd be very some very hot summers. There'd be some very cold winters. And at 12 years old, you know, I did this every day. And, and, and it for me, it developed a level of grit and discipline in doing this paper out every day because it was very uncomfortable, various degrees of weather. I get chased by dogs. It was very physically tiring and demanding, especially riding that bike up the hill. And I did that um, for three years. And, and my childhood was not a happy one. There was emotional and physical abuse. Ultimately, my father grew up through as a child during World War II. My mother was Dutch from Holland, and, and they both immigrated here after the war. And so I'm first-generation American, but because of my father's upbringing, he just wasn't, I mean, he just wasn't in a good mind frame. And he was very abusive to myself and my mother. He had numerous marriages. He was very physically abusive to my mother, and ultimately my mother couldn't care for me, and he left, and I was ultimately adopted. And that's what ultimately brought me to Missouri, and the situation wasn't much better. The physical abuse had stopped, but the emotional abuse was was still there. We were dirt poor, talking, uh, you know, uh, trailers. We'd gotten flooded in uh, the Great Flood of 93 and lost everything, and it just wasn't a good, it was just a lot of poverty wasn't a happy childhood. The paper route was a way for me to stay busy and to be able to make some money to contribute to my family. And I was able to buy, you know, some school clothes and a Nintendo game here or there. I also mowed yards. and But I had a, a good work ethic at 12 years old from doing this paper route. And it was difficult. And at that early age, you know, I was like, you know, do hard things. It just became like a, a mantra that I would say to myself on my worst days when I was riding my bike up the hill and you know, in, in all these different weather conditions on the days they didn't want to do it. But I, but I learned work, hard work ethic at a very early age. When I was 15, 
on my paper route, uh, we had a uh, one of the new social studies teachers who was also the track and cross country coach uh, was on my route and I got to meet him and he took interest in me and he invited me out to cross country practice. Cross country is, uh, you know, I didn't know what it was at the time when he invited me. And was like, he's like, hey, would you like to come out to cross country? I was like, cross country, what, what's that? And it's like, no, in high schools, we compete against other teams by running races and in these fields. I'm like, okay, sounds interesting. I got nothing else going on. Let's give it a try. So I show up in my my basketball shoes, my Reebok pumps that I that I use my paper money to pay for, and some basketball shorts, and I try out. And for a small for a small Missouri town, we actually had a pretty fast team. And I ultimately, you know, I was in the, among the top three, and uh, I, I liked it. And I and I would kept going back to practice. I bought myself some running shoes and some shorts, and ultimately, uh, I liked it enough. That I had to quit my paper route to to keep doing it, but I did it and uh, started competing. And for the first time in my life, I had uh, someone that was looking out for me in the way of my coach forced me to raise my ambition. I was part of a team. So I was building some relationships. I felt like I was contributing. And that that struggle that, you know, racing cross country uh, is, is very difficult. It, it's hard. It, it's a hard event. And that really set the tone for me some level of grit and discipline and mental toughness that enabled me to keep my grades up and keep out of trouble. Statistically, I was designed to fail. I was destined to fail. I had the card stacked against me, but it was through running. It was through this paper route. It was it was this grit and discipline and perseverance. And then I, I saw the military as an avenue uh, and, and it enabled me to stay out of trouble, keep my grades up and set the tone and foundation for me to start off and have a very successful career. And so do hard things in you know, high school, running track and cross country, transitioned nicely into my military career where it's a, you know, it's a lifestyle of doing difficult things. And uh, I, I joined the Missouri Army National Guard as soon as I turned 17. I was a junior in high school. I came back from that basic training experience, had to finish up my senior year of high school. I moved out on my own and uh, finished up working full time. Got myself to school, finished that, and uh, ultimately fulfilled my National Guard obligation by going off to my advanced individual training after my senior year. I came back. I worked in a factory for a bit, decided that active duty was the way for me, and um, I, I went on active duty, and I basically closed the chapter that was my my childhood. And having that teamwork and that coach that forced me to raise my ambition and just the physical fitness really set the tone for my military career right off the bat. And I served from private through Sergeant First Class. And what I learned, uh, enlisted, I, I never was going to go to college. That wasn't my intent. I, I joined the military because I'm like, you know, I, I didn't see myself as a college student. No one had ever went. But I, what I quickly learned was that if you want to be successful, even enlisted, you're going to have to go to college. And I I knew that I wanted to be a Sergeant Major. I wanted to make the, the high, I wanted to do the best that I could in the military. And that drive and that persistence of, of you know, doing that paper route and, and, and running all those years really fueled me as a young man, as a young serviceman in, in the military. And uh, I applied those same principles of just showing up, doing hard things, persevering through schoolwork. And what I learned is I, I gained a little confidence. I gained some competence in my, my studying ability and I saw some successes. And ultimately, it took me 10 years to get my bachelor's degrees and, and, and earn my bachelor's degree, but I but I did it. And the military is probably the hardest way to go to college. I had to balance field training exercises, deployments, 
I remember coming in out of the field with camouflage on my face, very limited sleep. I would come into a midterm and I'd go back right back out to the field training exercise. And that grit, that determination, that persistence ultimately led me to earning my bachelor degree. And that opened up the door of opportunity for me to go to officer candidate school. And so then I went down that path. And, uh, you know, after earning my bachelor degree, I said, no more, I wouldn't go to school anymore. And then by being around as, as an officer in the army, you're expected to earn your graduate degree by the time you're, you're a major. So uh, I buckled down and, and went after my MBA and earned that. And then I, and then I earned a master's of geological engineering on top of that. And none of that was in the cards for me at a very early age, but that grit and discipline that I learned enabled me to do that. And along the way, I became a father of triplet daughters. They're, they're 12 at the time of this recording. That posed some uh, nuanced challenges. And one of my favorite photos, it's a photo frame that a friend gave me that says ingrained, it says do hard things on it. And it's a photo of me in my cap and gown holding my three daughters who are less than one years old. And that's like the antithesis of, of my life. I never thought that going to college was going to be in the cards for me. I never thought that I would be a father. I didn't have a father growing up. So I'm like, how could I be a father? And they came along, you know, uh, it's one of God's funny struggles he gave me. Uh, but ultimately, it's been the greatest blessing of my life. So that mantra of doing hard things has really equated to every aspect of my life. It's fueled my growth mindset. It has enabled me to, I know that I can do anything if I am willing to put in the work and persevere, do the mundane things, even though that I don't want to. And if you do that, if you apply that principle to your life, you will be successful. You'll be successful. I've had some downtimes in my life. I've, I've had some uh, low points, even in my military successes. I've, I've hit rock bottom. I had some uh, suicide ideation and some depression that I have had to overcome. And uh, so we're going to talk about you know the growth mindset. We're going to talk about personal development. And uh, I'll talk more in future podcasts about how I was able to overcome some of that. But ultimately, it came down to, you know, what you put into your mind, garbage in, garbage out. So changing some of my habits, I started studying the habits of high performing people. And I've adopted some of those, which has ultimately led me down to this podcast. And that's what I that's what I what I teach now is I teach high performance habits I'm passionate about studying the habits of high-performing people and the principles that apply. And ultimately, the number one uh, principle is really developing grit and having discipline and doing hard things. So the way ahead for this podcast is I want to interview people that are have overcome difficult things in their life, whether they've put themselves in a controlled environment to develop grit and discipline and how they've applied those principles to dealing with challenges and struggle in their life and vice versa. I want to talk about leadership. I want to talk about grit, perseverance. I want to talk about how you can develop uh, mental toughness. And I want to talk about how we can improve our lives and how we can add value to the world. That's ultimately what this podcast is about. So that's what you can expect in future episodes. In the next episode, uh, next two episodes, we're going to be talking about a program called 75 Hard. During the pandemic, I embarked on this program from a friend of mine who challenged me to it. And basically what 75 Hard is, it's a program designed by Andy Frazella, who's the CEO of First Form. And it's a, it's a challenge that's designed to develop mental toughness and, and grit. It's five simple tasks over the period of 75 days. It's taking a daily photo. It's drinking a gallon of water. 
It's doing two workouts. One has to be outside. It's taking a, uh, it's, it's reading 10 pages of a personal development book and following a diet. Just simple things. If you miss one of those things, you start over. It fundamentally had a profound effect on all of the challenges and all the things that I've done in my life. That would be uh, up there as probably one that's fundamentally enabled my success. So I'm going to be interviewing a couple of people that were in a small group uh, that, that we've hosted, and uh, we're going to talk about their successes. And uh, doing hard things. I, I'm a big believer in putting yourself in situations. I'm a big proponent of I love endurance racing. My, my cross-country and track experiences have led me down. I, I've always signed up for, uh, I'm always training for an event. I've, I've done marathons. I've ran, uh, this year I ran uh, uh, 350Ks. I've done the Dirty Kansas 200. It's a 200 mile bicycle race in the Flint Hills of Kansas on gravel roads. I've done the Missouri River 340 twice, uh, which is a kayak canoe race 340 miles on the Missouri River from Kansas City to St. Charles, Missouri. I'm always training for an event and I'm always trying to push my myself, my body and my mind to the next level. So that's what do hard things means to me. If you can do this in a controlled environment, it will in- inevitably help you with the tra- challenges and struggles that life throws at you. So that's what this podcast is about. So if you've listened this far, thank you so much for being here. I hope that you gain value from this in future episodes. And in the meantime, keep doing hard things. <laughs>